This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to youtube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. We're back. We're finally back. We took last week off. Uh, that and was a surprise to me. Yes, to, uh, to be sure, but a welcome one. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Wow, really? I, you know, it's funny. The the prequel memes have infiltrated my life, but they started when we saw the prequels. Like I and I thought we were all on board for this joke, but I I and, and I I know it's a joke. Like yeah. all the lines in the prequels are bad and are written terribly. But like for some reason, people are like defending Phantom Menace, but also making fun of it by quoting them. Right, but you also nailed that delivery. I was like, oh, I know exactly. Oh yeah, of course. Everything that's happening. Well, no, I, right I, now. I thank you. Yeah, you must know your enemy before you hunt it. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so this is a comic book review show, if you can't already <laughs> tell, where we take the books in the past week, recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then give your recommendations for comics that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. Uh, mm-hmm. Tiffany is in her studio uh, for twitch.tv slash comic pop. I, I am in the. Is. Yeah, it's it's dancing kind of, but I'm on the main set at uh, Comic Pop uh, in Comic Pop Studios. This is the off the rack set. Normally, Tiffany and I are crammed into one space, one rectangle to rule yeah. them all. Exactly. But I thought it'd be fun to kind of like showcase not only Tiffany's fun workspace, but also to remind you to follow twitch.tv slash comic pop and watch Tiffany play video games on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, there's a lot of books that came out. We there, uh, like there's, I said, a, there's a lot that happened this week. We missed last week. And there was a lot that happened last week, too. So we're going to try to touch on a little bit of both. We won't go into super detail for last yeah. week's books. It's true. Unless, unless Sal does, because we have, I have no control over that. You just, no, you you don't. just go. Yeah. Um, now that was on the 1st of December these are the books we're talking about that came out and then we'll also talk about the books that came out this past week sorry I meant for the show last week I'm talking in my own vernacular over here Mm -hmm, I'm I'm operating at about 10% brain capacity right now it's totally fair well uh, let me normal well, before we uh, jump into the books, I wanted to remind everybody that this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, guess what? You can be a secret sponsor of today's show by using Super Chats, ask a question or comment. We'll read it here on the program, and it'll be here forever for posterity. And if you want to listen to the show after the fact, go to Spotify or wherever and listen to Off the Rack New Comics, uh, and you'll check out that show uh, on audio. And if you're listening to it on audio, thanks a lot. Make sure to go to youtube.com slash comic pop returns and subscribe. And while you're subscribing, go to youtube.com slash comic pop and get us to 100,000 before we, the, the new year. We will not, but we do appreciate it. No, but like, it's fun to out. it's fun to hope and dream. And we'll exactly, get there. Exactly. We'll and that's get the, there. Tis the season for that kind of experience anyway. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so uh, here's an example of somebody who did just that. Brian Rollins, who said, I have high hopes for Luke Cage getting some respect in Devil's Reign that he hasn't gotten since new avengers having uh great having off the rack back great to have it back thank you so much yeah. brian um yeah man I'm, I'm i'm hyped we'll talk about devil's rain in a little bit but i'm very excited uh aaron jefferson helping us out thank you very much aaron thank you thank you uh, so let's jump into it uh last week there was a book uh, last week two or weeks, two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago the first of december daredevil number 36 came out it was the end of the arc lockdown uh, right. and also it was the end of the daredevil run not forever but certainly for the time being. The for um, now. For now, because we're giving way. Uh, oh, look Daredevil's at these dueling devils. Dueling devils. They don't fight. They don't do anything. They do, <laughs> they just are Daredevil at the same time. Okay. Daredevil number 36, of course, from Chip Zdarsky. Uh, this time, you know, Mark Cicchetto has not drawn Daredevil in a while because uh, he was working on this event, this main mm. book, uh, De- uh, Devil's Reign. This one's drawn by Manuel Garcia. 
uh, in it. It just it wraps everything up. Uh, it ends the series for now, uh, mm-hmm. and basically just it dovetails into why Fisk starts Devil's Reign. That being, mm-hmm. uh, Fisk marries uh, Typhoid Mary, and he goes into his secret file at his lake house that says like Daredevil's secret identity. He reads it; it's empty and blank, and he doesn't understand why. So he knows something has happened someone's tampered with his memories and of course he did uh daredevil uh dealt with the purple man's children and they wiped everyone's minds and makes it so if you ever like almost find out what his identity is or you look it up or you read anything that says it you'll see nothing it's like being an android in westworld where it doesn't look like anything to me right so fisk is like uh, you know fisk is a regular guy so he's just like the superheroes have messed with my brain and make me not know this thing. Now I would use it to destroy people's lives, but you know that's my prerogative. Mm-hmm. You superpowered, jackbooted, you know Nazis. So he uh, he begins Devil's Reign as a result. Like Daredevil number thirty six explains why Devil's Reign is happening, but okay. Devil's Reign number one does a nice job of explaining it anyway. Uh, and yeah, Daredevil thirty six. It's fun. It's fine. The art's okay. Uh, you get to see bearded Daredevil and Elektra team up. You get to see Elektra Daredevil uh, kind of like reunite with Matt. Matt goes through mm-hmm. a kind of odd baptism good stuff it's just fine okay you know uh so that 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 happened and i enjoyed it i recommend it john Holbrook helping us out thank you very much john thank you Uh, i uh i did read amazing spider-man number 80 uh it's fine that's all i can say i know you're not i know you're not excited about this this new status quo for now no i really thought the uh death of dr strange issue was going to make you feel a little more at ease uh, it's fine. I know it's. I I know it won't last. I'm yeah, not worried yeah. about it. You know, um. But uh, yeah, it's fine. It, it, Craven's in it. He fights Spider Man. Uh, Craven's like in it, a, almost like he should have been in a movie. Yeah, a movie that's coming out this week. But uh, instead, <laughs> uh, but but like uh, that, this isn't really Craven. Um, of course, Craven is not real. Like Craven died, and his clone took over and occupied the same space that Craven's in. And and the writers didn't know that. Like the editor clearly didn't care or remind anybody. So Craven's like, "We've fought forever," and I'm like, "No, you haven't. You don't remember any of that. You're not Craven. That's not you." Maybe uh, maybe it's those kind of clone things where it's they have all the memories. Uh, he no, he was raised by Craven. He shouldn't remember him at all. Right. And even if he did, he would. He, this Craven knows that he's not the real Craven. So it's right, like, right. It's just it's just lazy. So mm. whatever. Oh my god, I forgot that the detective came out. I've got to buy that and read it. Oops, I'm Oops. an idiot. Um, so yeah, uh, that, that happened about that next time. Yeah. I hey, while that. we're talking about it, you, you read the, uh, death of Dr. Strange tie in Spider-Man two weeks ago. I did. What did you think? Cause that's uh, written I, by, um, Jed McKay. Uh, yeah, Jed McKay, who is who's writing... also, who's writing the main thing and Moon Knight, which is why yes. Moon Knight shows up in that book. Right. Uh, hilariously. Yeah. Uh, I will say the art is much better inside than it is outside. Yeah. Because for sure. This is drawn by Greg Land and uh it's awful. Yeah, no, but the interior art I thought was was good. I really enjoyed it. And it I good. honestly yeah. like I enjoyed the spirit of this book. Yes. Because it's basically Felicia going like you're not Spider-Man, stop saying you're Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you can and then by the end it's like you can be him for now, but like I'm going to work really hard to get Peter back. Yeah, she's obviously she is the reader. Uh she's like yes. why are you not <laughs> Like, what are you doing here? Felicia has met Ben. She hooked, yeah. she didn't hook up with him, but she did flirt with him a lot. She was like, you seem fine. Like there was, we already did an issue 
about 20 years ago where mm -hmm. this happened. Right. But it didn't happen because Doc Strange died. By the way, it's drawn right. by Marcello or Marcello Ferreira. Yeah, but, it uh, looks it looks good. I really I really did good. enjoy a lot of it, a lot yeah. of the art and the story. I like the reverence for Strange, of course, because like Peter and Steve have a, a pretty a history. Uh, yeah, have a history, have a, a nice little relationship, give or take, depending on couple moments here in time there um yep. but you know having to having been like recognize what strange meant for the world i was like that's pretty cool yeah um but overall like the death of dr strange series so far for me because yeah. i read another tie-in this week because i honestly bought it because i thought it was dark hold for some reason i bought <laughs> it and i read it and it, it ended up working out for me anyway um but it, it's more tie-ins than anything else right now yes and i think we have another tie-in before we get the next issue of the death oh of dr God. strange and so it feels a little bloated right now yeah and i'm not sure why i'm not sure what this is leading to other than like people are trying desperately to guess who will be the next sorcerer supreme and I'm kind of like, I'm well, sorry. I, yeah, no, we do have one more because it's uh, X-Men uh, Black Knight. No, wait, this might be an older one because they, they had to change up the schedule for a couple yeah. of things, I think. They did have a Death of Doctor Strange White Fox issue, which. Yes. I... No, I'm right. It is X-Men Black Knight. It's the next one. And then we get issue four of Doct Death of Doctor Strange, then the Bloodstone tie-in and then issue five. So it's just cool. it's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. But if you're just reading the Death of Doctor Strange, you're then fine. You've Yes and no, because now you've had a, like a bit of time where you have not had an issue. Yes. And so like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear know. you. It's it's not great. But mm -hmm. yeah, that's where we are. <laughs> um, uh, what was it? Uh, Sour Pine says, hey, Sound Tiffany, been a fan Hi. for you. I figured that before I go into social media exile for No Way Home, <laughs> I donate something. Keep it up. Well, thank you very much, Sour Pine. And thank yes, you. No Way Spider Man No Way Home is uh, coming. It's like it might almost already be here in certain regions slash mm -hmm. of the world. Uh, but uh, you know, watch out for spoilers. Make sure to be respectful yeah. and cool in the comments and in the chat, especially in live mm -hmm. chat. Um, and if you are looking to like avoid spoilers just avoid twitter entirely avoid discord entirely unless you're in a safe space we created one hopefully in discord there's a space in our discord which you can find a link to in our description of every video we make uh where it's just for no way home spoilers so it's like if you want to talk Need about that to yell those into the ether there's a chat directly for that it's for no way home just go in there uh, yeah. yeah i would also recommend if you can turn off like certain push notifications i don't know about you but i get push notifications for news on my phone the news will spoil it There's but no like even within like the like going to swipe it away you might see something in a title because that's all they're going to want to do yeah is no, get you to click on that or to just be mad yeah well the thing is if they spoil it in the title you'll be like oh i'm in spoiled i guess i'll read it that's i don't do thinking. that i just get mad yeah i do too but like yeah they're hoping that they've changed the discourse <laughs> and they haven't so yeah uh what else did you read from two weeks ago we're getting into the um, new books i promise so let's just let's just I'll, I'll rapid fire a couple uh i read new mutants uh yes. great uh, art yeah yeah great art that's uh, vita ayala and rod rice exactly uh we're kind of we wrapped up the shadow king uh shadow king's dead and farouk lives they, they killed supposedly they've killed the shadow king out of him so he's huh. just farouk they killed now. it out of him <laughs> They killed it right on out of him. So we've taken care of that. Um, it also, of course, um, set the precedent because um, not this issue, but this series today set the precedent that um, clones can come back because Gabby came back. Yes. Because so now the they can do that. The five are like, I know we said we weren't going to have duplicates, but these clones are individuals in and of themselves. And so we think that they should be resurrected. And here we are. Yes. Which that'll come into play later. Trust me, folks. We'll, we'll talk oh, about yeah. that one later on. So I want to mention that to you. Mm -hmm. uh, I read Marauders. Last week yes. or two weeks ago, uh, they fought Fing Fang Foom. Um, yeah. They brought back, uh, was it 
Henry, Harry, Harry Leland, and ah. Emma Frost wore her old uh, sexy costume. Yes. Yeah, you get to see second. a callback to her to her lingerie suit. To a point where I was like, what is happening in this book right now? That's Marauders written by Jerry Duggan with art by Matteo Lali. Um, that's what you missed there. <laughs> Fin Fang Foom just showed up. I was like, well, I have to read that for yeah. sure. Wonder Girl picked that one up. Ah, yes. Written by Joelle Jones uh, with art not by Joelle. Seemingly, Ugh. she's completely off the art for this book. Oh, great. Okay. Um, is the art... Go ahead. The art is fine. You know what I mean? Like, if I had not seen Jones, I would, I'd would. be like, this is good. Right. But not but, great. Well, no, not comparing it to Joelle Jones. I will say what is better is that Jones isn't doing any part of the art in this. Yeah. So it's and not so comparatively. There's, nothing, there's no compar uh, comparison there. That yeah. was really rough when she was doing some of it and then another artist was subbing in because I'm like, Ugh. ouch. Yeah. Ouch. That's Andre... Adriana Mello. Yep. Um, so uh, in this, um, Yara turns down Hera's offer. Uh, her Pegasus dies, seemingly. Yeah. And, oh, that's sad. And, uh, and um, you know, Donna Troy's back here. Ah. She's I, here. I, I didn't know she left. Uh, well, I don't know if she left, but she's here. And, okay. you know, she's part. Well, don't forget we're leading to something. Right. All the books are headed towards... Oh, yes, the Wonder Woman event. With yeah, Wonder Woman. and so yeah. like I think some of the books are setting certain things up here. Right, um, right. But so if you missed that issue, uh, I would catch on that pretty quickly because this week another issue comes out. Oh, my God. Of Wonder Girl. So I, wow. I'm going to guess they're trying to make up for lost ground with yeah. um, the art or the hangups for some of the previous issues. Totally. I read Justice League Dark, the annual, after having literally not been keeping up with Justice League, and uh, yeah. it was good. I was able to kind of follow along with it. Um, uh, it's a longer issue. Uh, it's written by Ram V with art by somebody. Yeah. Uh, somebody. Dan Waters, I think. Oh, that's cool. I'm trying to pull it up. It's not, it's not um, really... art was fine. Hmm. It was fine. It was at times spectacular and at other times like, ah. oh, so um, that averages out to fine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I got to give like credit where credit is due for some really spectacular splash images in this issue like huge one page splashes really great looking and also a series of panels that i really loved reading um because it involves mr e uh <laughs> his return and how he got back and how he had to walk backwards from beyond the source wall essentially okay. um and then he comes across a scene between merlin and something else and um Basically, you read the scene and then you realize at the end of it that he had to watch it backwards and you read it the other way. Like you can go back and read it the correct <sighs> way. And I was like, that's, fun. that's that was yeah, that was that yeah. was a highlight. I really enjoyed that. Um, this is a book. This this annual made me realize how much I missed actually just having a book for Justice League Dark yeah. um, and did not make me want to go and pick up justice league just to read it it feels like a punishment but i also want to support it. it's hard I, so i had to pick up the annual even if i hadn't been reading the justice league dark series in the back of justice league i was sure. like i have to support this because i want them to know that i want this to be a book yes. um so yeah if you didn't pick that up i say go grab it mm -hmm. uh other than that last week i picked up or we picked up a uh, one-on-one historia yes it's crazy story and crazy art crazy art yeah like art that i'm like I think this is good. <laughs> yeah, that's for me. That is Phil Jimenez, by the way, written by Kelly Sue DeConnick. But Phil Jimenez's art is like that for me, where I when I was growing up reading his work, I was like, he's awesome. Mm -hmm. And then later on, I'd be like, 
is it awesome? The, it's so funny because there's so many things that I'm like, like there are a bunch of like God designs in there that I'm like, yes, these yeah. are great. And then there'll be some really random like moments with like color that I'm like, what's happening here? But like, I think overall dig it. And I'm looking forward to the next one. Great. Cause it's oversized. Um, yes. So if you can pick up, if you prefer to pick up physicals, this is a fun one to pick up in physical because you get to really like pour over it. I will say there is a moment in this, a moment in this book that really, really bothered me. And either it's done for a really meta reason that I'm like, I'd love to find out why, or it's just not thinking about it. But there's this big, beautiful splash page in the book. And there's a, it's a figure and the face is right in the middle. I believe it's Hera. Mm. Um, I don't have the book with me, um, but her face in the middle of the splash page, it's a two page spread. Her face is in <sighs> the, crease. the fold of the book. And I was like, that's either like something, there's either some deeper meaning there or oops, I, <laughs> I I have to go back and look at it again. But like that really irked me yeah, so much so that fair. I remembered enough to, to say it here. There you have it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last one I want to bring up is I read The Me You Love in the Dark. Yes. It's over. Oh no, that's it. Yeah, that was the story, and I got to tell you, it was it 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 is a ride. Mm. It was a it is a ride. I loved this entire series. I loved this issue, and I'm, I'm sad that it's over, but I'm glad it ended where it did because it was strong. Cool. So Good. I don't want to ruin it. I can't. I can't. I Good. Can't. Scotty I Young, can't. Jorge Corona. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. I'm glad because it's. It looked great. I loved reading the first issue myself. Uh, mm -hmm. so I'll be, I'll be like, excited to check out the rest of it. Yeah, for sure. You know that knowing that it's over, it's so much easier to jump into something. Yeah, it's just you know, like it's there. It is. You have it all. Just right? really good book, really good read. Just something you could pick up, and um, you know, it, there's a lot to it. It looks, it's like has this like whimsy to the art, but there's there's also a darkness to the art, and it matches 100 percent where this book goes. Nice. It is. It ends up. It's dark. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool good uh sean conwell said mr talk on no way home's trailer but i'd love to listen to your thoughts any spider-man villains you want to see brought to live action like spot spot would be fun to see on uh in live action um if you didn't already check that out you should it's a it's a fun conversation um as far as spider-man villains i mean i'd love to see like a real lizard would be really cool like a like mcfarland drawn lizard would be great mm. um i'd like to see uh i mean any any of them be craven. cool like craven would be fun but if he wasn't played by the actor they're picked and you know if he was in the spider-man context yeah um yeah there's i there's know still, there's been people yeah. trying to make rumors and connections i kind of want to see hobgoblin yes i would love to see hobgoblin but like hobgoblin not like new goblin or snowboarding goblin mm -mm, like yeah. hobgoblin hobgoblin um, i'd also accept demo goblin because that indicates supernatural <laughs> that would be amazing to see demo goblin i'd like to see uh Kingpin, uh, played by Vincent D'Onofrio, would be great of to course. see. Of uh, course. You know. I wouldn't mind if they actually put in, like, Black Cat. Not as a villain, necessarily. Black Cat. Um, I, I, I would like to see that, I think. Even though, like, I'm not, like, always the biggest Felicia Hardy fan. I think yeah. that could be a lot of fun. I completely agree. Uh, Cat Lawyer will defend for treats, going to pretend it's mm -hmm. Spider Pete in Devil's Reign. You have to, because clearly he was written to be that. And they just went, oh, you need synergy. Change the costume. Um, Comic Lantern 2. Hey, Silent Timothy, been a fan for years. Finally, glad to donate something. Which Spider-Man are you most excited to see? If the there are more than one Spider-Man, I mean, I, I'm excited to see them all. I 
loved Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. So I think that's the most, that's the one I'd like to see the most return. Um, it w- I'll be intrigued by Toby. Um, and I love Tom Holland. So I'm happy to see him continue. But if we yeah. have to see one come back or one could continue in any way mm-hmm. outside of Tom, I'd like to see Andrew Garfield get, get his due. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You. Oh, sorry. What was the question? Which Spider-Man just, would you, are you the most I was just listening to you talk. It, I'm like, yeah. Garfield. I know that. Uh, it is. No, it definitely is. I mean, again, I like Toby, but like, um, I just know Garfield had a passion, like a big passion for the character. Yeah. And so like, it's just nice. Yeah. To, to like give him another shot. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, young Goku over 9,000. So the Nightwing annual of Red Hood was actually amazing for X-Men. The eternal writer is in uh, writing Immortal X-Men. Yes, please. Batman was good too. Glad to hear it. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah. Uh, King Sport Cal says, getting ready for work. I need more X-Men back issues. Those are my favorites. Sal, I have every Executioner song floppy from my childhood. Let's go back. Let's go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did Executioner song, man. Uh, and I like doing X-Men, but like every time I do, there's three people who show up, not the same people, who just like lose it because I'm like flippant about the history of the X-Men. It's people who are like, this show is the worst because you're not a, a crazy X-Men fan like me. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't care about that. Well, this is, is this is their stories. This is their soap opera. That's true. Um, uh, I we could do we could do Hellfire Gala. I don't know. Oh yeah, we should do Hellfire Gala big time. Uh, we'll have Dan- to do Inferno just because Inferno. Yeah, the original Inferno and then the new one. Uh, <gasps> Dan V nine hundred Batman one eighteen was a breath of fresh air and was my favorite issue of Batman series since the end of the Cold Days arc. Abyss is a new character that's getting killed by Batman Inc. It was a really good hook. Well, way to spoil the book, but I'm sorry that uh, that you did that. Uh, I'm glad, however, that you enjoyed the issue. Um, tinfoil tyrant happy belated anniversary to you all i've uh, been playing spider-man ps4 haven't had this much fun with a game since new vegas or skyrim 10 10 years ago yeah me too man uh and if you haven't already you should download the new skins that are available in your spider-man ps4 or ps5 uh game it's great yes they look great no it, it does they yeah. i i it's so funny we were just talking about this the other day that like i was like i can't believe they keep releasing outfits like yeah costumes for him and i'm like you have to save something for the next game stop putting them out yeah but there are still more costumes you just I have know. to make those costumes reavailable and also new costumes yeah for sure uh so yeah where are we now are we in this year i, I, I went this, this yeah. year or this what, month i should what's say left or this week? Yeah. yeah i mean i i went through all the ones i read from two weeks ago i believe yeah same here same here so all right well let's yeah. do it uh let's do i I read, uh, for some reason, I was just, oh, I know why. Uh, I picked up Amazing Spider-Man number 80 dot B-E-Y, because Marvel hates us and doesn't want us to read their books. But Bay? Because, yeah, dot Bay, because it stands for Beyond, because it's Spider-Man Beyond. <laughs> it's a uh, story is credited to Patrick Leeson, Zeb Wells, Kelly Thompson, Silidin, Ahmad or Ahmed and Cody Ziegler, I believe actually wrote the story of this one uh, with art by Paco Medina and Carlos Gomez and Ivan Fiorelli. Um, this was, if you would like a book that has absolutely nothing to do with the main, like if it, it is just a tie in, it is a, not even a tie in. It's a, it's a wheel spinning book. It's if you were like, what is a, what, what does dot anything mean for numbering uh, dot anything means it doesn't matter. But if you'd like to see doc, Ock and aunt may flirt because they, because he was going to use her in a like scheme he was hatching 40 years ago when like they got engaged. Yeah. yeah it's a, it, it, that it was a fun little like, classic Spider-Man story where like Aunt May was going to marry Daka. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. But like, so 
there's a history there. So Aunt May is like, I wish that like I had the materials I needed to make Peter wake up from his coma. So she enlists the help of Doc Ock, who puts on a variant of his classic white suit, which is my favorite version of Doc Ock. I know it is. Um, that's why I bought it. I bought it because I saw him in the white suit in this <laughs> cover. Um, they, they, he gets the materials, but at the expense of her morality. So she like makes him go away, but he gives them the, the doctors, the material they need. So Peter wakes up from his coma. So if you're wondering like, Hey, how come Peter didn't like, how come Peter woke up from his coma randomly? It's because of this issue. Oh, so it's like, Oh, okay. It's, there you have it. Um, I read this annual and I'm trying to remember what the hell even happened in it. Uh, Superman, Son of Kal-El, annual number one from Tom Taylor and Clayton Henry. Uh, I really don't remember anything that happened in this issue. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. I just don't remember anything about it. Uh, oh, now I remember. Okay. So, uh, you know, Superman plays a chess game with Lex Luthor and then he leaves to save somebody so he doesn't get a chance to finish the game. And then later, Lex, like, basically he gets out of jail and he ascends to power again and he builds Lex Corp Tower to cast a shadow of his name over the Daily Planet. And this incenses John, who like offers to play a chess game with Lex. Uh, and the stakes of the, of the game are like, if i don't remember what the hell lex gets if he wins but john if john wins they he takes down the name on the building so that it won't okay. cast a shadow on the daily planet john immediately beats lex in a like rushed game of chess and when lex asks john to explain himself like how uh, john says that before he went there he used super speed and read every book about chess he could and also uh, watched every match that Lex Luthor ever played, so he learned his chess playing skills. Okay, and knew, the, knew like, and he basically to say like, I can do anything. I'm Superman, and that's and and my dad was always holding back, and I won't. Maybe you can be good or something. It's just like it's a it's a hopeful, fun issue, like hokey kind of. Yeah, but it also shows you like the difference between how John is going to handle Lex Luthor. Hmm. Um, so it, I, I don't know if it's worth $6. It's a fun issue that you should remember exists so that in about a week or two, you can get it for a buck. Right. But right. don't okay. spend $6 on this. It's a fun issue, but it's not worth a dollar. You also get a fun scene where uh Batman goes to Lois's house and like knocks on the door. And he's just like, I don't, I don't sneak into this house. Like, not after last time. Like Lois, right. let me really have it. And uh, and and Taylor suggests that Alfred has contacted every single like place Batman might go and stocks them with Earl Grey tea. That's or rather, hilarious. he did before he died. Right. Because Alfred is still dead, even though he shouldn't be, and they should have fixed that like a year or two ago. So, you know, it's a fun issue. I don't recommend it at full price at all. Okay. Uh, I also read Batman eighty nine. Um, oh yeah yep the number four uh this book is fine uh i i'm i'm enjoying it more uh, i think if this were a graphic novel i would love it but if it's but reading it issue to issue is tedious otherwise okay. like i do recommend so you think you'd it, rather have it as like a trade, when it's a trade like if, when it's okay done. 
when it's done, you'll love it. Like that's, but, or you'll enjoy it, you know, but it's, you know, I believe it's a uh, Sam Ham and Jorge Molina, but uh, it's a fun, it's a fun book. This one I, has more I, Robin in it. So, okay. Know. I can't Sam Ham. I can't, I can't with that name. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I, I think it's a pen name. Uh, so that happened. Solid. <laughs> and Solid I read pen that. Name. Okay. And I'm not going to waste any more time on those books as far That's as. Explaining oh, you know what I read? I, I think you brought it back to the studio too. That villains book. Yes. The DC villains. I no, read it's, it's here. It's in, it's actually across from you. Oh, is it? Oh, I read just one of the stories in there. That's all I had a chance to before cool. I lost track of it. Yeah. Um, I read that Danny DeVito one. Yes. Yes, you did. That's the one everyone's talking about. So it's bizarre. <laughs> it's bizarre. I don't know how else to I, anyone else who chat back me up here. Yeah. Like, right. Like it's bizarre. It's it's Penguin yeah. who's like in a relationship with Catwoman. And I assumed it was all going south, but like it turns out they're trying. Like, I it's the two of them and like their love story. Oh. And like how they helped to save the world. Okay. Yeah. But Dan Mora drew it and it looks great. And oh, that. So. Bizarre. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, Gotham I guess I could see where he was coming from, be having played you know the penguin the penguin yeah and penguin like had a had a romantic interest in catwoman in that movie. That's, that's exactly it but she didn't no but she does okay <laughs> cool <laughs> you know what we didn't talk about that came out last or two weeks ago what uh I think you'll you, you should remember it's the trial of magneto number four wow did I completely forget that and I read that Yep, me too. And it's not over. No, you thought it's it was not. over, and I was There's like, one "It's more. not. It's one more." Yeah, it might as well be over. <laughs> because who cares? I mean, like, I feel bad because, like, uh, Leah Williams was given, you know, what? What is she gonna? You know, she's given an opportunity to do an event. It's supposed to be an, an X Factor story, and it, they turn it into this. Yeah, and then and and then Inferno showed up, and like everyone's like, "Trial of Magneto, who?" Yeah, Magne well, also who? because who cares what? Uh, yeah. More or less, they uh, old Wanda fights Amnesiac Wanda. They merge, and now we've got she. She never really died. Like she died for a minute. They brought her back. She brought herself back. She put her soul in whatever. She's back, and she's normal. Uh, they still don't like and her. She's because, pissed. Yeah, she made her like fears and insecurities into kaiju's that are ready to fight. So Krakoa has another reason to hate her. Uh, but they also discover that like the chains, you know, the chains that killed her. Oh, do we mm -hmm. talk about chains? Because I know that she was choked to death. Mm -hmm. you know, she was choked to death by chains. Um, and everyone's like, Magneto, they, they might have had an enchantment. It's it's Ghost Rider. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Ghost Rider just <laughs> snuck on Krakoa and he and he choked and her out. Pen and stared the hell out of her. That'll be amazing. She asked him to do it. But uh, you know, there's also and that a was her that was her be, punishment. Was yeah. she had to deal with herself. That's that'd literally not what happened. I think it's her. No way. There's no way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what's so frustrating, uh, what was it? Josh mentioned this in the chat, but like they didn't even reset her. She's no. just, it's just the same Wanda that you had in the beginning of the book. Like yeah. I thought it was going to be like, okay, cool. It's like Wanda who, for, who doesn't remember or is bef before all that or no, you know, no, nope. she just forgave herself. <laughs> it's okay that I did all that. Yeah. You know what? It's it everyone so accept me. Everyone is everyone should just get over it. Okay, come on. And then they didn't. Yeah, that's the worst. They didn't even 
get over it. I know. I so, know. But the that, Avengers and the X-Men all stand up for her in a big they circle. They do. Yep. And then they're going to solve this crime. Who well, does it? She knows. So she's just going to tell them at the end. It was Magneto, uh, it was Magneto. In, on Krakoa with the chains. <laughs> it Young wasn't, Goku. I'm sure. Yeah. Please just freaking retcon Wanda. I'll forgive this whole event. I feel bad for Leah Williams, but this just ain't it, dog. Just don't do it. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. That's it. That's Awful. that's what should go on the cover. Yeah, just don't What do you it. just said. <laughs> yeah, that quote. Um, so let's talk, I guess, about... Wait, uh, hang on. I got a couple of things. Yeah, I know. I got a couple of things that nobody will want to talk about as much as what we really want to talk about. So let's talk about those other things that you don't want me to talk about so much. Yeah. I read the, the Death of Doctor Strange Blade issue. <laughs> Again, because in my head, I thought... I don't know why I assumed it was a Darkhold issue, because Blade was a part of it, I guess. Yeah. And it wasn't, so I was like, well, I already purchased this, so I guess I'll read it. Yep. Um, well, I own it. It doesn't have to do with anything with the death of Doctor Strange. It's just a little Blade story. Um, <laughs> it's just a little Lord. Blade story. Just just check it out there, everybody. It's just, it's just, it's just a little Blade story. How about some that, Blade? It ties into everything that's going on, um, but it's written by Danny Lore with art by Dylan Burnett. Really different art style look for this book. Yeah. Um, not quite as like dark and brooding as you might imagine for Blade. It's very colorful, but like it, yeah. it's very stylized too. Yeah. Um, you know, Dracula has a city. All the vampires are there, and like Blade's like the sheriff okay. of Dracula Town, um, <laughs> which is not what it's called. But they're all like because like Blade and 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 um, Doctor Strange have worked in the past and like got rid of all vampires at one point and all that crap, right? Like yeah. the vampires are celebrating big time that Doctor Strange is dead, they're having a big party, and then there's a literal panel of sprinklers shooting blood yep. onto the party, and then there's a, a grumpy blade standing there in the, the bloodbath. And <laughs> I, that really got me. That, I was shook. Um, yeah. Well, because that, that. that's such a great moment in the Blade movie. I, I, was just, I just stared at that for a long while. I was like, really? Is that Am I sure? Yeah, yeah. that's. You, was there a you, banner oh, that said "Bloodbath" behind them? No, no, no. They, that they was do in the movie. They do it a little more artfully. <laughs> um, we're to assume it's a bloodbath. It's just a story about Blade and Dracula, and Dracula like throwing his weight around a little bit and like kind of getting a feel for like. If you're looking for Blade content, this might be for you, but it really doesn't tie too much into the death of Doctor Strange, other than like we're watching um, characters who knew Doctor Strange deal with problems that Doctor Strange would normally have to deal with. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And yes, that absolutely explains my Twitter post. If you saw a really random panel that just said bloodbath um, by me, that's yeah. where this came from was this book. And I was so enamored with it. So enamored with it. I needed to share it with you. Totally. Um, you know, I only I picked up the Spider-Man one because it was um, written by the guy doing the event. the event. And so I was like, I'm going to pick this up just so that like it maybe have something important in it. Um. And that was just an enjoyable book. Yeah. This was just fun. Yeah. And so I read it. I also read Amazing Fantasy 15. You did. Five, not 15. <laughs> 15. I read I read Into the Future. Um, I read Amazing Fantasy uh, 5 by Kari Andrews and Kari Andrews. Um, yep. This was it. It's over. So I'm not going to really talk about it, except that, like, it's funny. It really ends rather quickly. But this hmm. issue was so enjoyable that like it kind of makes up the random pacing issues earlier on. Okay. And it, I, 
I don't know, guys. I don't know. I if you read this, just tell me where you think this all came from. This is this ending is so interesting and bizarre. Um, I really am looking forward to getting a hold of this as one book and rereading it to see if there's any hints to what ends up happening at the end. Gotcha. Um, but overall, like I I I like where it ended quite a bit. It's sweet. Okay. Like it's just nice. Even though I, there was a moment where I was like, there's no way this ends up nice. Right. Nice. Um nice. overall though, covers for the series were spectacular. The art for this series, I like Kari Andrews art quite a bit. Again, hyper stylized look to it. Um yes. I really, really just enjoyed the entire look of the book. Um, and now knowing what happened, I can't wait to reread it. Yeah. And probably get a, a little more of a deeper understanding. Um, like I said, there's a couple of weird pacing issues in it, but this last issue, I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So nice. good, fun, fun little book, five issues. It's not a lot to commit to. If you're trade waiting on it, I'm sure you'll be able to grab it soon. No doubt. Or you could probably get it for cheap now in the back issues. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think it's going to be a better read as all five together yeah. for sure. Uh, you want to talk about dark Knights of steel? I actually read this one and hilariously I, I hadn't read the first one. So I had to like look up a review of it to like, you know, go back. I went back to what you said about it. And then I looked up a review and I was like, Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yasmin Putri and uh, Tom Taylor, dark Knights of steel. Number two. Yeah. Uh, Elseworlds book, but they refuse to use the Elseworlds logo for some reason. Still Just hate it. They hate the past, but they also like keep monetizing it. Ignore the past. Let it die. But also, I'll. Uh, but also, don't for forget it. about Batman '89. You remember when that happened? Remember yeah. that movie? Remember that movie? I'll make a whole thing out of it, and toys. Uh, so yeah, Dark Knights of Steel. You know what? What if uh, Arthur? What if Game of Thrones? What if you know all that stuff? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't want to spoil everything, but like it got everybody all upset because you know the idea is that it's Game of Thrones and like Arthurian lore, so folk are fucking. And it like, happens, you know, man. Like, there's no think about it like this, folks. There's there's no other entertainment. Yeah, but, <laughs> we're just uh, trying to survive. Exactly. But Jorel gets gets shot in the eye with an augmented uh, green arrow uh, that was helped by Green Lantern to kill Jorel, and it does right after uh, Jorel tearfully admits that he cheated on his wife with Martha Wayne and made Bruce. So Bruce is half Kryptonian, and so he and Alfred go, and they chop off his arm uh arrow's arm and then like we we, we set up like all these different kingdoms like the which, storms which if uh dark Knight returns is any indicator he's fine he'll have a robot arm or a magic <laughs> arm or they'll kill green lantern and he'll get a lantern ring and his arm will be the like the lantern arm he can uh, do it with one arm <laughs> yeah but uh you know so like there's infighting there's arguments they they have to wake up diana um they they apparently sent supergirl to go uh, to Themyscira, or at the very least to the Amazons. To, to train. train. Yeah. Uh, to, and I get why now. Yeah. Yeah, She's yeah. She's got a real, she got a real anger a real issue. Anger issue, yeah. Uh, they also just, just streamline it. She's Superman's younger sister. Or older sister. I don't know what actually their determination is. But in any case. Siblings. Your father has been killed. Uh, yeah. So she goes off. Uh, Batman is like kind of wavering in his mission. He's not sure because Superman is like getting kind of like freaked out and you know desperate and he's like you're not you know this isn't your family you know there's a whole lot of that going on because it's like you know, the thrones yeah and uh 
you know, and Supergirl demonstrates her power, murders a member of the Storm family, and then, uh, you know, shows that she's going to be a scary force to be reckoned with. It's a, it, it's fine. I don't like Arthurian oh, stuff, so oh, I don't, I've really enjoyed it. I was it's like, good. Yeah. I recognize its value. I just don't care. Oh, I do. So, I do. Yeah, I liked I liked Lois in this. I thought that was fun. Right. I, oh yeah, Lois, know. great. Yeah. This is no, my this is yeah. this is this is my cup of tea. But also, this book is my cup of tea. Agreed. Um, <laughs> yep. I mean, think about it. Sixteen oh two. You try to figure out who's going to play what role. Like, right. I, and that's very similar to this. It's akin to that. And I like that. So yes. Uh, by the way, so uh, twelve issues. So it's really like, that's the thing is I was like twelve. Yeah. That's gonna, yeah. That, this is this no, is going to go on. No, that makes sense. You're going to yeah. need that. Trust it's, me. <laughs> it's good, but it's it's going to get really involved. Like he learned a sure. lesson from making uh, injustice and stuff. He's just like I'm going to put like you're going to get so much. Like you're going to get children from these characters. Like you're going to go. That. You're going to go really far. I want that. With this. So well, like uh, you listen. This one. This issue had um, John constantine in it um, yeah so i'm like yeah yeah he's great he's in there too yeah well he was in the first issue i didn't read the first issue maybe. i know i'm just saying <laughs> so uh, i was like i'm in right etrigan could show up he just works it doesn't matter there's no way he won't he's didn't, like hey he i fit yeah. i fit here oh yeah this is yeah. me uh <laughs> so yeah um i guess we can talk about batman number 118 this is uh, of course joshua williamson's debut on the bat title mm -hmm. uh, with, I believe Jorge Molina on art, but uh, I'll have to look that up again. Uh, in this case, brand new status quo uh, for Batman, or at the very least a reset. Uh, I think that everybody was sick of fear state by this point. And so they were like really excited to give Batman a welcome home. Um, in it basically like, you know, Batman's back and you know, whatever magistrates and stuff forget all that uh hopefully there's you know they're, they're still dealing with the the mayor takano but like I, there's a great panel in this issue where uh you know batman is patrolling the city he's talking to oracle it's like hey remember that all that stuff and then he she goes uh what about uh what about ghost maker and ghost maker took clown hunter and left oh it's like their own batman and robin yes so we can do something with them, but I love that like Ghostmaker took Clown Hunter and got in a plane and flew away. It's like, and then they died on their way back to their home planet. Also, like you can imagine that. Uh, oh, and Miracle Molly and Punchline and uh, you know, oh God, the the horticulture person, whatever her name is, I don't remember. The gardener. The, the gardener. Uh, they all uh, got on a boat and they died, and uh, like <laughs> just everything. James Tyne the Fourth just went away. So uh, like here's one, a, he died too. Like here's what I think he went wrong, just in general. It was just too much all at once. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm sure that like because I definitely jumped off of this book um pretty early on with his run because I like Tynan, but like I just wasn't jiving with what he was doing there. And then no. I, I have no doubt that there is something in a couple of those characters. Like I saw a lot of love for the gardener, and I like you know her design's kind of cool, and like I just I don't know enough about the character whatsoever, but like it's just too much all at once, yep. and it immediately kind of like I don't know. There's something about that I think as as comic book readers that like part of you knows it can't all last, like it's yeah. too much, yeah. And so 
like you don't want to get too attached to anything or you don't really feel like you want to delve into it because you don't think that they're going to stick around for that long, you know? Yeah. That doesn't mean they won't ever come back now that they've been created. They're there. The toys are are available. If someone wants to, to pick it up and and utilize it. Do you you want Um, to see a ghost maker clown hunter book? Pick it up. Yeah. But like, I, I feel like if he had maybe focused on one or two new creations that they could have probably become like a larger mainstay. And then something that like, people might want to like, Oh, I would like to have more about that. But like having so many, it was just a lot, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, uh, Batman breaks up like, uh, the robbing of a big expensive rich people charity ball where everyone's dressed like supervillains from Batman's like rose gallery. Uh, Batman saves That's... the day. <laughs> he runs into a small child. Who's the daughter of one of the rich people who's mm-hmm. dressed up as punchline. She asked Batman for his autograph and he like smiles. Like that's funny. So that's like, the punchline. I think he'd find that disgusting and repugnant, but whatever. Uh, he wins the day. Oracle's been in his ear the whole time. She's like, what do you normally do when you like win a case and have to like just enjoy it for a minute? And we get a beautiful kind of like full page breakdown of what Batman's like memories are from that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, Batman on a rooftop with Jim just enjoying the sunrise or him, you know, celebrating with Robin or hooking up with the Catwoman or like celebrating with superman or playing chess with alfred oh it's like these are the things i did and then like you know barbara's like well why don't you have breakfast with me and 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 dick and uh he can't because he heard that uh members of batman incorporated were arrested for murder so he flies away uh he just he goes i'm going out of town for a while and he goes like to i don't know what is it called badisnia and uh, basically, he just he, he puts on his Batman Incorporated costume, which I think is hilarious. And uh, he finds out that there was a character named Abyss who was J- J- Josh Williamson's James Hine, the fourth character. Mm-hmm. And uh, sh- he she was just beaten savagely to death by Batman Incorporated. And uh, they're like, you know, he's he's trying to figure out, like, you know, is this, is this what happened? Is this not what happened? But then it turns out like, yeah, no, they really did beat Abyss to death and they died. And so like, let's find out why. And then it turns out that the whole thing, like Batman Incorporated basically got away from Batman. Like after he lost his money and stuff, he's like, ah, Batman Incorporated, like we lost steam. Like Grant Morrison left and I stopped caring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Lex Luthor uh, chipped in and he took over. Oh no. So Lex Luthor's like, yeah, I took over Batman Incorporated. And that's the end of the Wouldn't issue. Wouldn't he have known that? Yeah, he should have, but he didn't. Uh, because It would have made you know. more sense if like, if it was Amanda Waller. Oh, yeah. Or like but, a uh, shady arm of the government. Right, but, but like Batman's not a billionaire. He's not as rich as Lex Luthor anymore, so we're going to see that. I don't know. It's fine. Like, I, I enjoyed it well, well enough. Apparently all they have to do is like, call John in, and he can best him in a game of chess and get it yes. back. Yes, yes. Yeah, why doesn't Batman just read every book that Lex Luthor's ever written and then figure yeah, it out? A lot of, lot of Lex floating around right now. Indeed, and indeed. Not, and not to the show. No. Which is bad. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's fine. Like, I enjoyed it well enough. I certainly enjoyed it more than any of the James Tynan stuff o- over the last two okay. years. Uh, but, uh, you know, and I hear there's a new status quo coming where Batman's going to leave Gotham and go to New York. And I'm like, okay. Uh, he's only like 45 minutes away, though. Exactly. Like, he's not that far. I don't know. Batman... It, I'm I'm kind of almost at it. Like I'm 100 like I'm almost 100 out of mainstream month to month Batman comics at this point because like okay I just rather read about Batman like 
like that's that splash where Batman's like on the roof with Gordon or playing chess with Alfred. I'm like, that's what I want to read. I, I don't want to read any of this bullshit. I just want to okay. read Batman like become a de- be a detective, fight a criminal, hook well, up with his with his with his very intimate small group of people, and 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 go deal with the problem. I don't want to see Batman like. I feel like the, like, the problem you. is is that a lot of writers come in and they really want to do like the next big thing. So they're yes. trying to always like do something huge and do something like bombastic and like top yeah. the other person, even if they're not actively like being like, I'm going to be better that person. Like, no, just no, they it. just, they just want their, their ideas to be in a season yeah. of the show so they can be paid. And they don't know how long they're going to have on the gig. So it's like, I got to do the big thing out of the gate. Yeah. Um, but like sometimes a small story speaks volumes. Um, yeah. But like I get, I, I get you don't want to risk it. What if you don't ever get a chance again? So right, right. So you gotta you gotta take big swings. Um, yeah. But, but sometimes, like you said, like the smaller swings uh, make the home runs. So yeah. Like, but but that's why I think maybe also you're feeling like you'd rather read some of these like mini series or you know black label stories because it's like it, it could be whatever it wants. It's limited. They don't. Yeah. Ha- they're not worrying about like keeping a monthly title afloat right right they could just tell a story that they want to tell yeah so you know it's it's very fine it's you know it's fine it is it's fine the sound one, you know, from comic pop yeah you know it's great uh there's a cover for this that victor bogdanovic did that's an homage to spider-man number one from oh yeah Tom i know you were all that about was for that this cover. issue and i gotta go buy it i forgot to, to pick it up but it's so great and it's like that made people so excited and it's like, yeah. yeah, classic Batman makes people very excited. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, that's the thing. Um, let's talk about Inferno. Wait, no, I've got one more. Okay. Hellions is over. Oh, yeah, it's over. Hellions is, is over. Um, I, this was issue 18, written by Zeb Wells, with art by Zay Carlos and Steven Segovia, which I thought was very nice because this is... Segovia, I think, kicked this series off. Yeah, I think so. And I believe uh, Zay Carlos picked it up along the way. Um, so it was nice to have them both back. I thought this issue was excellent. I thought it was a, a nice handling of the series, and it actually came full circle. Yeah, we started with the threat of them going into the like into the pit, and that's where we ended with the threat of them going into the pit. That's what this issue is talking <laughs> about because orphan maker um killed two humans in the yeah. last issue and so now they have to face justice nanny brought uh a mutant hayden ai onto krakoa by accident um so everybody's on trial here and um yeah honestly um this this issue had everything it really like delved into like little finishing touches for each of the characters um but the most of course would be for orphan maker and nanny um there's a moment in this where it goes like full horror and also like sad, which is very much where this story began was with like horror elements. And like, yeah. I, I got to tell you, Wells really, I thought he did a, an excellent job finishing this story. Not everybody can finish a story this strong. Yeah. Um, And a hundred percent. That's what happened here. This story just hit on all the notes um, <laughs> that we, that we started on at the beginning. Um. At the end of the day, I, I I'm gonna delve into a little bit of spoilers here, folks. If you haven't read this issue and you want to wait, just just mute me for a moment. Um, <laughs> but uh, Orphan Maker is gonna be thrown into the pit. Like they're like, we oh. can't. Like Nightcrawler tries to make a plea for him. He's like, he, you know, we're about forgiveness and like all that. And they're like, we have to do this. Like we said, this is what our laws are. We have to follow them. Right. And so like Krakoa's vines are coming up and they're like starting to like wrap around him and like he's going to be drawn in and like Nanny shows up and 
Emma Frost is like, you're on trial. You don't, you're also on trial. Like you're not <laughs> to tell us what to do. Cause she's like, let him go. And then she's like, all right, fine. I'm going in with him. Like I shouldn't have left him. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to send him down by himself. He, yeah. I'm going with him. And they're like, you can't do that. And she's like, fine. Then I'll go back to, um, anywhere else off Krakoa and I'll just start killing humans. I'll, I'll, I'll like, you know, bathe in their blood until like you send me down there with my boy. Oh, and I was like, that's really messed up. She specifically calls out Kitty and like yeah. names names. Good. He's like, what did I do? And she's like, you didn't stand up for us. You didn't do anything. Nice. So then literally like, like orphan maker picks up nanny. They like, they put like themselves head to egg <laughs> and then she stings him a lullaby as they're sucked up by the earth. And I was oh. like, oh, oh, no. That's dope. <laughs> so that was incredible. And everybody's left like, um. Like, was that the right thing? I mean, I guess, yeah. Is this, is this what we're really doing with people? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, We see Empath is surrounded by the, like, some of the, like, like original Hellions members. Um, mm -hmm. They're all yelling at him about letting them take the name Hellions and all that stuff. He <laughs> looks like upset. Then he uses his powers on him on them to like get them to like be nice to him. But he's just sad because he misses his old team. Like they oh. had a real effect on him. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, we see uh, Wild Child. Yeah. Yes. Um, sitting in front of like the doctor, therapist, whatever. And like but he's she's like, I'll, I'm going to give you this pill. It'll help to like control your mood, but I know you're not going to do it. So we'll let's just pretend mm -hmm. like you swallowed and he takes it. Oh. Um, and then we see um, Scott talking to um, Havoc. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, sorry how it all shook out, whatever. Uh, and, and then basically, you know, that like he wanted like that, like that they it's complicated to bring back Madeline because right. there's a lot to it. And Scott's like, I'm married to one of the complications. <laughs> and Havoc's like, no, it's fine, whatever. And he's like, but I, he's like, Scott's like, I was really surprised that Emma was able to smooth it out. And then we reveal that Madeline Pryor's back. Okay. Oh my God. Oh, like, oh God. But we set that up. We set that up in the beginning of this. That's right. Set it up. Right. So he's back. They have a really awkward conversation. Okay. She's like, oh, sorry. I got a little carried away there for a second. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, you're totally fine. They definitely did a good job bringing you back there. Uh -huh. um, he's like, hey, let's go like get something to eat and like hang up, like hang out and catch up and stuff like that. And she's like, that's cool. I need to get ready. And she's wearing like this green jumpsuit. She looks in the mirror and she's like full goblin queen. Oh, my like God. that's inside of her. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> so remember like and i wanted to bring up before the whole thing about um gabby coming back because we have already bent the rules about like clones coming back and yeah. like them being duplicates and saying like it's totally fine in the letter that the five wrote they specifically mentioned madeline oh, in that issue and so like, okay. i was like they set this up that madeline would come back that emma made it happen because she worked at something with havoc he helped her out earlier and so she helped to bring him back um cool. but that like Emma's had enough like Emma's already involved with Inferno and we'll talk about that but Emma's also had enough of Sinister everybody's done with Sinister but like you know bringing Madeline back was enough um for her because it like put Sinister in an uncomfortable position mm. and um anything to do that because like according to her he's a cancer on Krakoa oh. and like Magneto's like you know like yes he is he absolutely is but like the problem is that we have to let him live or like let him be because like if, if cancer can know knows how to do one thing, it's, it's how to grow. 
And so like, clearly we need to keep him around in case we need more numbers. Right. Yeah. But then we see that he's clearly working on like some of the like Omega. Well, not all Omega, but like um, original X-Men characters like Cyclops and Storm. He's got like their DNA presumably, mm-hmm. or he's working through their codes. Sure. Um, and we end, of course, with uh, a little gentle moment between Quanin and uh, Grey Crow that, like, they are going to possibly have a bit of a relationship and, like, retire in a way. Okay. Um, so it was really... The reason I want to talk about that one is in that amount of depth it was just because of how many notes that he managed to wrap up from yeah. the beginning gave me that same feel because that opening like volume of them dealing with the cloning facility there's so many like horror moments in that it was so great you know we kind of moved away from that you know we went to other world and met tarn and all them got a little bit more a little taste of it there yeah Um, but to end with that nanny orphan maker scene to bring madeline back i'm like yeah 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 so good stuff overall this is a book that will be missed but it was ended in a way that didn't feel cheap this is the end of this team this version of this team and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Yay. Well, I'm glad yeah. it ended well. Cause it, Me like, too. That would have been, been really crappy. crappy if it was just like, oh, I really needed one more issue. Yeah. This. No, it felt good. It felt good. good. Enjoyed it. Kenneth Crawley says, Hi, Silent Tiffany. Love Comic Pop and the work you all do. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. And it's really appreciated. Um, so, yeah, Inferno. Uh, although there are more. So, hang on. While we get to Inferno. Okay. Um, Elijah Bowers says, thanks for the great content. Merry Christmas. You too, Elijah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, uh, comic or uh, critic clips, uh, black label bats is where it's at. Sal, you'll like it. Um, and he does. Yeah, I do. I enjoy a lot of black label books. Oh, I can't wait for that jock book to come out. I know. I know. Uh, Harishi Venkatesh says, which of the newly announced destiny of X comics are you most excited for? I came on board with Hawks and Pox, so it's all still new and cool for me. Great. Well, and keep enjoying it. Uh, I not I'm not looking at too many of them because I know they're spoiling the end. Yeah, of, uh, I, I actually I haven't looked at the list at all because I just want to get through Inferno. They can't help it. It's not even like it's not like the creators fault like it's just marvel marketing they have to get the stuff out there they got to get the buzz going so like something could be in there that could lead you to a conclusion for inferno so i'm just avoiding it totally speaking of (laughs) inferno uh it's of course written by jonathan nickman with art by valerio skitty uh ta-da inferno number three it's here it's not just skitty it's uh yeah that's right that's right it's uh stefano caselli yeah there's like i thought there was more than Uh, i thought there's three people yeah yeah there's three people on this book yes they like, work really well together they by the way. do they do um so i thought that was pretty cool yeah uh so um obviously you know uh we're we're in the fallout of xavier and magneto telling emma everything and she's like fuck yes. both of you all three of you yeah. in fact um in this one we get a little bit of a flashback about like remember that time in hawks and pox when uh uh, Cypher was sent to Krakoa. And he we... touched the leaf and we saw a bit of Warlock go onto that leaf and you're yeah. like, what's up with that? What's up with that? Well, we get a full explanation, full, re- uh, full like, that? reveal of what's up with that. We see Warlock come out and Warlock and Cypher are talking with Krakoa and they're figuring it out and they're working out their plan and they come up with a new solution. They figure out their, how is it that Cypher talks to Krakoa? How is it that Krakoa is able to communicate with the mutants? What is the deal they made with, the, with Krakoa? All of that is revealed um and it's done kind of behind xavier's back because they don't trust xavier right and uh they have no reason to they want to believe and they want to like him and they want to like get into this plan but they are afraid there's there's too much history too much history 
so yeah, uh, they've got like a whole network of warlock connected directly with Krakoa. And so nothing that happens on Krakoa escapes Cypher or Warlock's like, yeah. gaze. And like Krakoa was feeding off of Warlock. Yes. Yes. That Krakoa like, well, that, like Krakoa can't just like make stuff. It has to draw energy. And I think it like said it was going to use mutants or something. It was like the idea. Yeah. Was like like everybody, which it I was going like, to draw oh, boy. from them, yeah. from their energy to be able to function and, and make mm-hmm. what they want. Um, so yeah, it's, it's nefarious and messed up and can't survive. Can't last. That's what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we see them en- engineer the new flowers, which all is all different types of flowers. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, beasts has flowers that were grown from mutant cadavers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no place they come up with. Um, we just see the origins of the flower. Well, what we, what's interesting about the no place one in particular was um, like, we see it, we see them like hi- him discussing it with Krakoa. Yep. And that it's like, here's the flower for no place that will like, you won't be able to look in there, Krakawa. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that our friend Warlock can't. Exactly. And that's what I was like, oh no. Like just pit in my stomach. Just Mm -hmm. because we see that when they have that conversation with Moira and she's like, I want destiny burned from existence. I want her gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, We see that that conversation is privy to Warlock and Cypher. And he's just like, we were right not to trust them. So yeah. we now know that like Cypher, Krakoa and Warlock are not on board for Moira's plan. Right. Uh, right. Destiny and, and Mystique go to visit uh, Emma because not they, I don't think they know that Emma knows the truth about Moira. I think they just go to like work with her. Uh, Destiny she drops summons some, them. Yes, that's she, right. Emma she requests them to be there. There yeah. you go. Uh, Destiny drops some science on the cuckoos in a big, bad way. You'll have to get into it to find out more. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma tells them what's up but also goes into it shows them the alternate life where like they, they basically she explains why mora has such a problem with destiny it's because mm-hmm. in an alternate life uh destiny and mystique and the brotherhood of evil mutants torture her and burn her alive they burned her alive yeah and they're like oh uh destiny reveals that she doesn't really understand or know Mm-hmm. it's not her because it was an alternate her um but yeah that uh, uh emma has no interest in working with any of them no no she's like i'm alone yes i've always have been and i always will be and i was like damn i yeah. really liked emma being part of all of this me too um but yeah yep uh, moira is uh kidnapped by orcus mm-hmm. and uh so they try to get her. Uh, Magneto and Xavier work together. They discover that she is in pain. And so uh, they, they, they start the hunt for Moira. Thankfully, they put a tracker in her, unbeknownst mm-hmm. to her. Uh, but knownst to Orcus, uh, we get a little cut to Orcus, which is rebuilding the mother mold in the sun. So you can't drop it in there anymore. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But uh, uh, that the, And then we get a big retcon about Omega Sentinel and Nimrod. Yeah. yeah. Basically, Omega Sentinel here, the Omega Sentinel we know that we used from the past that's here, was overwritten by another Omega Sentinel that traveled back in time. Well, yes, it's not just that. It was over her, the consciousness from the Omega Sentinel from the future came back and went into the person who would become the Omega Sentinel and therefore made that happen sooner than it should have yes. in order to try to like coax Nimrod to come into being. 
Right, because Nimrod had to come sooner than before as well, because right. there have been other... There's Nimrod was a character a long time ago, and he was more easily defeated than this one. So they she explains, like, you also were like, you're here sooner, but there's another version of you that sucks that was defeated. Yes, there's like and a so, shitty version of you that just did not work out. I gotta tell you, initially when the Omega Sentinel was like telling us all this, and I was like, oh my gosh, is this Moira? Right? Could be. <laughs> it could be Moira. But uh, yeah, so... Um, the Omega Sentinel has like science to drop where it's like, they're going to let those children in the vault out and they're going to get their shit kicked in by apocalypse and his children that like that's coming. Uh, mm -hmm. and then, which gonna... I love, I love that callback. Like, yeah, they're just always waiting in the wings, right? They're badass. They're going to do that. They're going to call back the ten of swords. <laughs> um, but basically like it, it all falls apart. Uh, humanity oh, wow. needs to they, they deal with the they, they talk about nimrod the phalanx they don't call them the phalanx for some reason i don't know why um but uh the mutants prevent mankind's ascension mm. and that is like omega sentinel's big problem because according to her because like that's the idea of moira's whole thing is and it's just that's it, this is hickman all over because in the beginning of hickman's run on like fantastic four up to up to secret wars Reed comes to an inevitable conclusion, which is everything dies. Yep. And that's the guiding force behind everything he does. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, he learns everything lives. And in this one, it's the we always lose. That's Moira's yep. takeaway. And then yeah. at the end, we find out from Omega Sentinel that like she comes from a future where the mutants always win. Yeah. Yeah, which is interesting because like the reason I guess my brain wants to make her Moira so badly is because she's she's basically like the like the bad guys version of moira yeah i guess depending on who you think the bad guys are at, the, at this point in the story folks but you know yeah. she doesn't have the same necessary powers unless no, she does as moira chance. but her consciousness is from a, a time period where she that got to see the this. future yeah exactly and has come back and is now guiding a like group of individuals like because orcas is made up of all different types of scientists from all over yes. the place much like um krakoa is mutants from all over from all different walks of life coming together it's like it's this it's it's symmetry it rhymes yeah um <laughs> that's right that's right i mean no like literally the moira who sought to cure mutants would definitely be this omega sentinel yeah would line up with these goals a hundred percent the one so, that was burned to death yeah so magneto <laughs> and yeah the one that was burned to death so magneto <laughs> and xavier they go to the uh orcus like lab in terra verde where mm -hmm. uh more is being kept they find the whole place has been like torn through and everyone's it's slaughtered wrecked. it's wrecked uh, and they find moira's severed arm on a chair and that she is not recoverable uh, because she's someplace else that whoever yeah. caught her uh, knew about the tracker and placed it there and also slaughtered everybody in that Orcus mm -hmm. facility. Um, and of course, the people who took Moira were um, called. Uh, I think that was um, Mystique. Mystique and uh, Destiny. Destiny. Yeah. So, uh, but what Xavier and Magneto discover instead is a trap, uh, which I guess suggests that Mystique and Destiny are working with Orcus. Because maybe, well, no, because all knew, of Orc yeah, well, because they, um, I'm gonna guess they knew that they would send reinforcements and that might be Nimrod because right. they broke in to get Moira from Orcus and they yes. slaughtered everybody and then they sent like an alarm went off while yeah. um, the Omega Sentinel and Nimrod were talking and so they were sent down to deal with it. That's right. So Magneto and Xavier have to face against all of Orcus and Nimrod and the Omega Sentinel, uh, while 
Moira is trapped with uh, yeah with our two main antagonists of the series. Yeah, it's so rough. It's, it's like on the one hand, I I I get it. I get yeah. I get some of like you know destiny and mystique being like nobody can determine whether or not we're reset blah 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 right, blah. you didn't right? burn a human like, being alive because you like, did you, you did yeah. do that first of all um second of all are they going about it in the right way i i don't know and i don't think they know either but yeah. i mean moira has a point she like she's like it doesn't work out for us and just yeah. you know like it's just from her how are like nine times doing this now yeah like mm -hmm. it doesn't work out life, yeah yeah so I get her drive. I'm not saying she's right, right. at all. Um, and I think they've created something amazing. And um, again, it's one of those things I'm just glad we get stories from it. It's really, really cool. Right. Um, but like Mystique and Destiny is like um, righteousness in, like, oh, yeah. in what they're doing. I'm like, let's think about this for like a hot second. Totally. Just just, just think about it yeah. before you act. Uh, so it's good. I'm excited. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah no it is it's great it's 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 frustrating um because you i it's hickman so it's like we can guess and guess and guess and maybe some of the guesses that we make are correct but it, you don't know what's going to happen and yeah. part of me doesn't want to try to guess like i just i just want him to tell me the story tell me yes. the tale of what happens yeah, to just and all these characters exactly um because i'm just i'm having such a good ride with it even if it is a downhill ride yeah you know oh yeah Oh, it's yeah. scary and you know it has to come to an end at some point but true while you're going through it it's great yeah <laughs> uh john ty wanted to know our thoughts on the second issue of tom king's human target it's fantastic the art is better uh than the writing but it's still fantastic ouch no i mean the writing's good it's just like but the art is like <laughs> the art's the star of the show okay that's fair uh, That's we're also fair. yeah we also read devil's reign number one of six this is the continuation of the daredevil run which of course was impeccable if you haven't already read every issue of daredevil you should you don't need to in order to read devil's reign but it does help uh this is of course written by chip sadarsky with art by marco Cicchetto, and it basically is civil war four i believe uh the idea being that uh, there was civil war civil war two there was the one with the kids uh where it's like the children's superhuman registration act and now mm -hmm. this one uh basically like I said, Fisk is a problem. I can't remember who you are. He goes to Daredevil. Daredevil goes like, and then leaves. Uh, so Fisk enacts basically like a superhero registration or like crackdown, a, a superhero ban, if you will. There's a lot of ripped from the headlines moments in Kingpin's address as mayor of New York to New York, basically saying like, there's got to be accountability and I'm done like dealing with heroes and or so-called superheroes. So I'm going to, I'm going to do a crackdown, a superhero ban in America. And so that's that. Uh, and he, in he, he like in, there are people at the federal level who are down for this plan and looking forward to implementing it elsewhere as well. Uh, Fisk is making a name for himself basically by uh, painting a target on the backs of all these heroes. Um, I love the, if they call it the powers act, there's a great moment where like we see, Everybody's reaction to it. General thought General Ross loves it. Uh, you see uh, Tony Stark just say we've down we've been down this road before. Love that. <laughs> um, Storm is like Krakoa has no interest in this, and I'm not going to get involved. Um, and Moon Knight getting arrested, <laughs> and it's taking like a bunch of different like agents trying to take him down. It's great. Mm. Uh, of course, we're more shades of Civil War because 
you know, we got deputized villains who are being used to take down heroes, Rhino and like, oh God, Agony, I think is the symbiote that he uses in this scene, uh, which mm-hmm. is great. And U.S. agent. Um, we see the heroes like try to do their best. Miles Morales, Spider-Man gets like arrested. Captain America steps in. He's like, that's the end of that. Uh, we see the heroes like kind of band together and they have to go underground and like it's Elektra and Daredevil and everybody. Uh, the Fantastic Four are uh, targeted as well. And they're like, there's no way you can deal with us because we have a we have a, we have a deal with the federal government. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Mm-hmm. Then they get immediately hit by inhibitor collars and Dr. Octopus is sent to take down the Fantastic Four. And oh. the, the exchange is like you take down the Fantastic Four, like you arrest the Fantastic Four and you get the Baxter building. And Doc Ock's like, I am so in on that uh reed and sue are taken down and but not before sue sa- like activates the alarm thing and the children and johnny engage with the with the with the you know police i guess you can call them um they escape and jump on their fantastic car and leave uh luke and jessica and danny are just taking a walk they're like we should probably get the hell out of here thankfully mm-hmm. we don't wear costumes um there is an emergency involving a uh i think it's a tr- yeah a bus that's like crashes into oncoming traffic luke steps in saves the day but then is tried uh they try to arrest him mm-hmm. uh, so luke cage gets front row seat you know he's nice. involved good uh, when he uh defeats shocker and luke or and jessica takes uh some hot some like victims away to like rescue mm-hmm. uh, everyone whips out their phones and luke basically gives a big luke cage-esque speech about like freedom and liberty and you know all that stuff. Okay. And he's, he, he, he ascends to Bendis level Luke Cage. And it's <laughs> great. great. Yep. That's great. It's great. Uh, if you don't, you will need to read a little bit of Daredevil because like Wilson Fisk's illegitimate son has taken over the role of Kingpin and he knows he's Kingpin's son and Kingpin knows he's his son, but no one's talking about it or addressing it. And so Kingpin is like, this is your city. I want to help you. And he's like, I don't want any help from you. You know, you were never there for me. I'm not interested. Oh, uh, he's also working. He's in cahoots with Daredevil's mm-hmm. evil, evil twin brother <laughs> who is pretending to be Matt Murdock. Don't ask just read Daredevil. And uh, basically, you know, it's an election year. So Wilson Fisk is like posturing. That's the, that's the expectation from, from cynical members of the superhero community. They're like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's just doing a thing. Um, Danny and, Luke and Jessica get picked up by Tony Stark, who is like, I'm going to run for mayor of New York. And that's how we're going <laughs> to beat Kingpin. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Kingpin knows that um, Purple Man, or at least his children, are responsible for the Daredevil identity thing. Okay. So he goes and he discovers where Purple Man's being held and he lets him out and then immediately kills Purple Man. <gasps> He's like, no. I'm going to use your, I'm going to use you like your biology for what I want, but we're not like teaming up. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Doc Ock is just having a field day in the Baxter building and using like their <laughs> phantom zone portal or a uh, negative zone portal. He's like, just, I'm in the negative zone. I'm out. I'm in the Baxter building. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's having a blast. Uh, and we see Kingpin's true designs and what he's actually setting up for. He's not setting up for a reelection in New York. He's setting up for a presidential campaign. Oh, No. So, you know, very much uh, if, if you are looking for a deeper meaning to this story, I think it is a commentary on American politics. But also uh, it's a it's a big Marvel Comics event ripped from the headlines about 
basically Kingpin taking on the Marvel universe. Okay. And uh, while I did cynically refer to it as Civil War Four, which it absolutely is, uh, it, I, I like Zdarsky's writing, and I believe that he, if anyone's going to do it, he could do it great. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's localized. It's but the idea is that like it could all start all over again. Like mm. Fisk is doing it on a local level. Tony Stark getting directly involved only makes it that much more amplified and worse. Like it could become a powder keg. And it's all because Fisk is just angry at Daredevil, which right. is like, yep. Uh, so it's just, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. The art of course is impeccable. Uh, you know, I wasn't hyped, but I do like it a lot. I think it's a solid book and I think it's a fun event, despite the fact that it's like, we've done this before, but like, you know, we can ignore a few others. Okay. <laughs> I dig it. Um, Joshua Link says, uh, the reason they call them Dom Dominions instead of Phalanx is from Powers of Ten. Number five, Dominions are basically three stages of advance higher. Uh, Hickman, thank you. Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt you while you were talking because right. that was like, they. there's a whole infographic yes, in there about, about what the they different, are. At different levels, um, yeah, but they're being very specific that. there. But yeah, you're on a roll. <laughs> thank you. Neil and Bradley sending love from to the Stellar Squad that studies sequential storytelling. Nice, nice alliteration. There. Well, thank, thank you. Very you. Much. And uh, I think we're almost there. Uh, that was Neilan, uh Nathan Berg. I graduated magna cum laude for a BS in English education. Whether you all know it or not, you've been there every step of the way. Thank you. And yay me, comic book. Well, well done, Nathan. Congratulations, man. Congrats. That's huge. Yeah, that's fantastic. Congratulations. Well earned. And, uh, you know, and use it well. Thanks for taking us on the journey. It's true. Thank you. Uh, Greg Cashman uh, at work, so I can't stay. But Tiffany, the Cashman. once in future Cashman, sorry, uh, at work, so I can't stay. But Tiffany, once in future deluxe edition is absolutely gorgeous. Definitely worth buying in my opinion. Is it? Uh, see, that always like, makes it hard because I know we have the floppies and I think we have a couple of trades. And then I'm like, do I need another version of it? I'll have to see it. I'll have to check it out on that recommend. Yeah. <laughs> so let's recommend some books. Let's talk let's, about what's coming out this do week. do that. We think you should buy. Uh, I, I, I might read Hulk number two. I think you you will. I bet you will. I'm going to read it. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to read that, and uh, that's it. What? There's nothing else coming out that week that I'm that excited about. All right. Uh, Wonder Woman number 782 is coming out. So if you're yep. talking about Wonder Woman, go for it. Uh, for your X-Men, X-Men Mutant Krakoan books, you're looking for X-Force number 26 this week. And Excalibur, number 26. Yep. I'm really excited about the Excalibur one, personally. Uh, I'm, I'm sure X-Force is going to be great as well, but it's it's Betsy and um, uh, Saturnine on a boat together, stuck someplace. Yep. They hate each other. I love it. I love mm -hmm. it so much. Eternals, number eight, is coming out. Um, this is uh, Kieran Gillen with uh, I Asad Rivik. Rivik. Yep. Yeah. Uh, on this one. So it's that return of that series, the Eternals living with the Deviants. What's Thanos doing? Thanos is in charge of the Eternals. He's the Prime Eternal. Prime yep. Eternal now. So things things are bad. Uh, yeah. Strange Academy number 14. Uh, great little sleeper hit. People love to discover this book. And uh, I like the cover and what I'm seeing here. It looks like them as adults. I don't know. Written by Scotty Young. Art by Humberto Ramos. Wonder Girl number 6. We just talked about Wonder Girl number 5. It came out two weeks ago. So yep. number 6 is coming out now yep. so you know, we're moving along here joelle jones and uh layla del, del duca is on this oh ah, okay um for art this time i'm gonna guess they're splitting it up in order to try to get things to move along here a little bit oh, yeah 
I'm going to, I'm going to give this a shot. I think, uh, mm -hmm. Batgirls number one. Oh yeah, that's right. I will read written, that as well. That's a, written that's by Becky Cloon and Michael Conrad. So if you like the writing on wonder woman, this is the team who's writing wonder woman, yeah. um, with art by, uh, Jorge Corona. I, I like forgot, Corona's yeah. work. Um, so for sure that yeah. demon days, rising storm, number one is coming out. So oh, I'm going to pick that up. Peach Momoko. Yeah. Doing the duty on that. There's also, I think, a version of one of the earlier books that she did. They're yep. putting out. It's like a, a director's cut kind of version. It's got a lot of like pencils, black and white sketches stuff in it. So if you like her work and you like her art in particular, you might want to look for that as well. And then I'm just kind of interested in this. I'm just kind of interested in this. I don't know if it's going to be good. I don't even know if I'm going to grab it. If I remember, we'll find out. Wastelanders yeah. Wolverine number one. Oh, is coming out. Uh, it's the return of uh, to the wastelands of old man Logan. Oh, cool. So okay. I, they, they it, here's what got me. Um, but saving the day looks different with the Hulk baby under his care. I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, we, maybe we'll find out what he's, what he's going to do with the Hulk baby. That's fantastic. Yes. Uh, written by Stephen S. Denight uh, with art by Ib Ibrahim. 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 Yep. I'm sorry. I, I pronounce it all incorrectly. Okay. Um, but for me next week, it's a heavy week for me. Yeah, plus Defenders wow. is coming out. I didn't even see Defenders. Was that on yep. the list? It's on the list. Defenders Crap. number four. Yep. Crap, that hasn't come out in so long. I know. That's why it's like, oh, here it is. But yeah, so Defenders Defender. number four is also coming out. Thanks. Al Ewing, Javier, Javier Rodriguez. Yeah, damn. I know. Heavy week. Heavy week for me. For me yeah. in particular. Yeah, but thank you for reminding me about uh, Batgirls. I'm going to read that too. There you go. And yeah, no, I'm not recommending Spider-Man. Number 81's coming out. Uh, it is uh, Legacy, by the way, number 882. So there's 18 more issues before 900. So like, you know, it's like nobody cares until 1,000. They're are just you, they're just spinning their wheels until they get to 1,000. Are you still reading Urban Legends? No. Okay. No, <laughs> Urban Legends is too expensive and oh. not enough. Like, Wait, there's not is, enough there. Is Robin and Batman coming out too? Yes, it yes. is. Okay. The Dustin Nguyen book. Yes, that's right. Uh, by the way, Alex Sanchez says, hey, y'all loving the show. Just curious if you had been keeping up with Robin and what were your thoughts on the most recent issue? Just damn, lol. Yeah, no, I dropped it. Uh, I will be reading more of it in a, in a little while, but I, uh, I I skipped two issues and I was like, ah, it, it takes like eight minutes to read or less. So like, I will catch up with Robin. And but. you will have a chance. Like uh, Sal's been doing double duty uh, past couple of weeks filming wise in order to give the crew time off. Um, so he's been pretty jam packed with filming and just trying to get a whole bunch of shows done so that everybody can take off for like the end of the year holiday time and not have to worry about like not having content. It's true. Um, so he's been, he's been, it's been busy. He's a busy yeah. man right now, but yeah. he'll have some time. Uh, Dan V 900 Robin and Batman two comes out tomorrow. Yep. We said that, but, uh, where did you read the first issue? We didn't, uh, I'm excited for the ending of Batman, the imposter. Yeah. That's uh, I'll read it when it's all done. I had. I don't have the issue here right now. I guess it went to I because we have two different spaces, like books end up places and then that's the end of it. And if I know I have it in physical, I'm like, I don't want to spend money again to buy it yeah. digitally. Yeah. <laughs> so then we're gonna find it. I have to find <laughs> the book. I don't know where it is. Exactly. I really wanted to read that because obviously I like Nguyen just as a creator, but his yep. art, yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for hanging out with us. We really appreciate everybody, especially the Super Chatters who sponsored today's episode. We really, really thank you for uh, helping us out. And uh, if you want to help us out some more and you don't want to spend any money, that's totally fine. Just go over and subscribe to Comic Pop's uh, main channel at youtube.com slash comic or here at youtube.com slash comic returns and follow on twitch.tv slash comic pop. Comic pop everywhere. But yeah, uh, follow and, us over there. And don't forget, next week we'll probably be 
not talking about all of those books. No, we, we won't be off. No, not until the following week. Because Spider-Man comes out. Yes. This, we will talk about Spider-Man. We'll talk about Hawkeye all next week. But yeah. The following so, week, like the 27th, the 31st, probably not. We'll, we'll probably round robin some some books. So we'll, we'll, I'm going to still read books and I'll still talk to you about them. Yeah. But, but we'll, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man. We're going to so. talk a lot. Well, we'll so, so, you know, Spidey senses be tingling mm-hmm. <laughs> for spoilers, I Big guess. Big time. Big time. So watch out. <laughs> but uh, thank you all so much. And we'll see you guys next time. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. So long, everybody. Bye.